This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a brand new spicy and juicy episode of the Dan's High Friends Club here on Joy 94.9. Now, my name is Dan Tai. I'm a singer-songwriter, DJ, producer, and performer based in Sydney, and this is my show. Now, the DTF Club stands for the Dan Tai Friends Club. It's a show about me and my friends. So, every single week, we have a different guest on the show. Now, they can be a drag artist, drag queen, DJ, singer-songwriter, artist, you know, anyone who wants to come on the show and use this as a platform to share the art, the creativity, and what they're working on with you guys. So this is a show about, you know, the local talent that we have in the Sydney gay scene because I feel and I believe it is so important for us to recognize the local talent that we have and this is an opportunity for them to share the art with you. So this week, we have a very special guest. We've got two very special guests on the show. We have Alan and Connell from Tricorn Australasia. Now, if you haven't heard of Tricorn Australasia, they're actually a queer South Asian group based in Sydney. Um, you might have heard of Cinderella or Darshak. So Tricorn produces amazing production shows and Bollywood parties. And I've been to several of them. They're always so fun. But they're more than just music and rhythm and dance and partying. <laughs> they're actually a social club, a social group for queer South Asians based in Sydney. And I really want them on the show because it's so important to embrace diversity in our community. So we've got both Alan and Canal on the show this week to promote the newest dance party and fundraiser called Bar Bombay, which is happening on the 21st of July at Factory Theatre in Merrickville. And we'll play our interview with Tricorn right after this song. So make sure you keep tuning in here on John 94.9. We're getting nervous, yeah, shows. I promise you will take slow. Looking at you, wondering if you know You look pretty fly in your pretty clothes Oh, but when you want it, you have it You do it to me That's when you know it and show it Put your trust in me, baby I need you, you need to There's no words to say
welcome to the DTF Club. How are you guys doing today? Very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, we've actually got Alan and Kanao in the studio, in the DTF studio today. And the last time I saw you guys was actually at your previous party. Um, what was that called again? It was called Dashak, a queer Bollywood night of extravaganza. Yeah, I was actually lucky enough to be um, honored to be... I was invited to perform, but I also saw the production and I saw the performances and it was so incredibly funny and it was, it was I had such a good night. So well done and congrats. You were Sasha. fabulous, Tian. <laughs> you were. Such an amazing yeah. night. Um, but the reason why we're here today is because um, Alan and Kunal, you're both from Tricoin. Did I... Tricone, I keep saying it incorrectly, so, so please fix, correct me if I've pronounced it and mispronounced it again. So we're from Tricone, and um, so you, you represent the queer South Asian community in Sydney. Is that is that correct? That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. So I would love to um, hear more about what you guys do, and because um, I think with the DTF Club, we try to be all inclusive and include different parts of the queer communities in Sydney. And um, so, Alan, I just want to hear a little bit about how, um, so I believe you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, the idea of having like a queer South Asian group in Sydney, that that idea um, it was an original idea of yours that you had ten, about 10 years ago. Is that correct? That's right. Um, I came out in about 92 um, and um, really enjoyed Sydney's gay life. I was in a relationship, so I really wasn't looking for, for anything other than have a, have a great time, which I did. And then about 10 years ago, I started to, purely for selfish reasons, think there must be other Indians like me or other South Asians like me. Mm. And I just kind of put it out there and I started thinking, well, where do I find these people? And, you know, how come I'm the only one? And then every so often I'd see some, some guy standing in the dark corner of a midnight shift <laughs> uh, and I'd go up and chat and they'd be shy and they'd be awkward and they'd, they'd not feel good or they've, you know, they've already experienced some discrimination in the short time they've stood there. And I, I started to get a little agitated about that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when you put something out there into the universe, stuff just comes to you. And then in a week or so later, literally, there was this tiny little ad in the Star Observer saying, Salam Namaste, meeting some, some night seven o'clock or something. Yeah. I, I took that as a... At the main eye shift? No. no. <laughs> Somewhere else. Because that would be really different. <laughs> that would be very different. No, no, it definitely would not be in the shift. Uh, those so good I, old days. <laughs> so I went along. Um, mm. And in the process, I, I met my first Indian lesbian, uh, Rupali, who was a really good friend of mine. We met at a Greek dance party during, during a Mardi Gras. So I kind of dragged her in and I said, hey, let's do something. And she said, oh God, do I have to? I said, yes, you have to. Uh, then we went to this this meeting and met somebody else, um, Sadna. And so the three of us said, let's do something that that really brings out the South Asian in, yeah, in people like us. Bring the community together. That's right. Some social perspective, you know, some support, uh, create a safe space where they can be who they are because we're quite different to mainstream gay, lesbian. Sydney. All right. So, Alan, you mentioned um, when you first met, um, when you guys first got together, was it just more for the sake of like just hanging out and creating a safe space for you guys to meet every week or every fortnight before it evolved into what Tricorn actually is today? Yeah, that's right. It, it, it was a very kind of loose coming together. We, we didn't know who there was out there. We didn't know what they wanted. And so we, we started off by setting up an email address that they could use and they could sort of build up like a very casual membership base. 
Oh, because this is before Facebook, right? That's right. <laughs> okay, all right. It might be before MySpace as well. 2007. So I think it was before yeah, quite a lot. Email newsletters. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, we had a number of people. They were mostly students who have come to, to Australia to study. Invariably, they're guys and women who were trying to sort of experience and express their sexuality invariably. And obviously they couldn't do it back in India or Pakistan or Bangladesh, so they would come here to study. And that would be the, the main idea. But, but there was this underlying thing that said, you know, I want to see who I am and this kind of stuff. So it was quite nice, but you just didn't know who they were because their email ad, you know, addresses were completely different. They didn't want their faces to be shown. They didn't want to be known. Um, so we were just trying to work out how do we then get people to, to do anything. So we do things like dinners, or we'd have some, you know, the odd, the odd get together in a bar or a restaurant. This is before it's, you know, the glamorous dance party that you guys have now. That's right. <laughs> it was before that. Yeah, yeah. Can Can I just ask? Sorry to get sidetracked, because uh, you mentioned that you know it's an opportunity for people. Because I I moved to um, that's why I've got a weird accent. I moved to Australia from Malaysia about ten years ago, and it was, you know, I got to say that it's it's definitely easier now to come out, you know. But do you find that Compared to like when you first started Tricorn and and you know the new members that you get now coming from that background like this South Asian Indian background is it still quite a challenge for them to come to come out and like to be in Australia and they say you know what this is who I am and you know compared to where it used to be ten years ago how do you find you know what's your experience with that Yeah, so I think. Two parts to this. It's always going to be challenging because of our social and family backgrounds. Cultural backgrounds. Cultural yeah. backgrounds. But we have more more people who are not as transient, who actually live here now, who've spent quite a few years here. Um, and this is, this is almost home. And so that makes it easier. They've also got a group of people that they know they can turn to, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on chats, or whether it's just meeting somewhere. So there is a family already here for them. How much they want to be part of that is entirely up to them. So it is easier, um, and it's a lot better. And one of the most obvious signs for me to see from when I first came out onto the scene to now, there are South Asians all over the place. You know, they're in Ark, and they're in the Oxford Hotel, and Stonewall, and they're all, oh, you know. So I think a lot of stuff that we do, we don't even, we don't appreciate the, the impact we've had on others. But they know about us, and they know about Tricon. And it gives it gives that self confidence that says, well, I too can be out there if if we're out there. Yeah. And how do you these days like? Do you actively recruit like new members? So how do you promote um, Tricorin? Um, Only if they can dance. Only if they can. <laughs> I love it. Well, I believe as as a as a as a queer person of color, you usually tend to have a little bit of rhythm, but we do not not yeah. everyone or <laughs> not by everyone. That's true too. <laughs> Um, but um, how do we do it, Kunal? Um, it's we don't go actively looking. Yeah, like um, if 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 there are any listeners now who 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 would be interested, if you're listening and you're darling and tuning in from Sydney, if you're interested to participate or join Tricorn, how do they find you? 
Um, so what usually happens these days is a lot of the people who find out about Tricone do so by either coming along and watching one of our shows, which they would have heard or read about on Facebook. Um, they would have googled, uh, they would have googled us and found our website, or just through word of mouth. So the recruitment yeah. isn't so much outbound as yeah. it is inbound. And do you book them in for a dance audition? Well, that's that, right. I feel like that's a compulsory part of being in Tricone. <laughs> yes, it's the it's the <laughs> It's the first step of the sign-up process, the audition. Yeah, and, and you've got to be able to sing. Well, the singing part is where you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so, I've, oh, at your, at your previous party, there was, there was this singer. Like, he sang his traditional um, Bollywood. With, am I saying it the right way? Um, this traditional piece. Yes, yes. Yeah. He sang an Indian song in a very classical way. So he's actually a classically trained singer who studied under a great master in India. And um, he sang that quite beautifully. Yeah, it was a beautiful performance. So they've got to be able to sing and dance. <laughs> See, uh, when... I when... cook good ethnic food too. Exactly. To be yes. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> When you've got such a big, diverse, eclectic group like ours, you're bound to have a variety of different talents. And I think that's what's great about Tricone is that whenever we have one of these meetings, quite often we discover someone who is an amazing writer or somebody who who, who can perform a specific type of dance uh, from, say, South India, for example, or somebody who can sing quite well. And, and um, when you've got a bunch of creative people like that, the juices start firing and then suddenly we come up with an idea. Why don't we do a dance show? or a stage production, yeah. something like that. Oh, well, I'm actually really interested to know, Kunal, um, so what are your secret talents? And what do you bring to Tricorn? <laughs> For that, you have to come to our next... <laughs> <laughs> there to was a lot more. of flexing at your, at your last show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's and hardly I saw my Alan secret. dance as well. Oh, yes, Pretty Alan cool, did dance. <laughs> what did you think about that performance, Alan? First and my last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, because we've got a lot of people who are interested in dancing, they invariably turn into um, dance shows or at least stage productions with a lot of musical numbers where there's lots of opportunities for people to dance. Yeah. I, and, I, and I love that with your shows. It's always so fun. And mm -hmm. it's like, and, you know, there's always like a bit of comedy and like such a strong positive message as well mm -hmm. at your, um, yeah, when I last saw your show. But um, before we talk more about, um, you know, your productions and your parties, um, here in a DTF club, we usually get our guests to share um, music that has some form of significance to, to their career or, you know, for you guys, it'll be some form of significance to your culture. So what song have you got to share with our listeners, Kunal? Uh, so the song that I've got to share with you, it's called Madaladla from a movie called Dostana, which was a, a, a groundbreaking film when it came out at its time uh, about, say, eight or nine years ago, because it was um, the first mainstream Bollywood film that openly dealt with homosexuality. Oh, wow. Um, uh, in the context of the film, it was done in a somewhat comic way, so so uh, it was all done for uh, laughs and gags, but at the same time, there was an underlying element of, of tolerance and acceptance in that film, which caught a lot of people off guard. Um, this particular song is called Madaladla, which literally means um, uh, a mother's favorite son has become spoiled. 
So spoiled. Spoiled. This mm. is uh, this is the song that plays when she discovers that her son is gay and um and and but in a funny way they're not like spoiled milk, right? It's it's more like your. Oh, uh, it is actually exactly that spoiled milk. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's what that's the first song that goes in her mind, and so in a way, it's actually become a song that's been adapted and appropriated by by a lot of queer Indians. Is that yes, we're spoiled, but you know, um, we're still here to have fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Um, what's the name of this song again? Uh, it's the- called Madaladla. All right. This is Madaladla, and you're on the DTF. <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter, DJ, and producer based in Sydney. And I have a brand new show called The DTF Club here in John 94.9. The DTF Club, unlike what you think it is, actually stands for the DNTI Friends Club. Every single week, we'll be talking to local queer artists, drag queens, DJs, and other queer performers in Sydney who shape and make the gay community. So make sure you join the DTF Club every Wednesday, 11 p.m. on John 94.9. 
next part of of the of the episode, I really want to talk to you about the creative side of the performances and the parties that you know you bring to Sydney because I think it's so fabulous. Because um, they're not just your typical like the thing I love about like Sydney is that you have like your mainstream Oxford Street, like you have your 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 Colombian stone wall. You know, every single week there's like live drag queens and DJs, but you come in and have like i don't know parties every two or three months and you bring like different parts of the community together and so that's totally different and i really want to hear more about um how when when did you start having these parties actually let's just go back and like you know because tricon's been around for about 10 years when was your do you remember when the first party was uh so going back in time now um Alan mentioned earlier that uh, when we started Tricone, when he started Tricone, it was originally um, a, a regular catch-up or a meet-up where people could come and talk about their experiences coming out, and often it was over dinner. But then when it grew to a substantial enough size, um, we realized that we really wanted to do something that would have that would engage the community a lot more, and that's where I think the first idea for a dance party came up. And uh, the dance party came up because... Um, Indians or South Asians in general are very musical people by nature. They they love. They grew up on a steady diet of Bollywood films, so so they've got a vast vocabulary of Indian songs that they grew up to and and grew up dancing to. So so the idea of a Bollywood dance party was not only appealing to to many of the first attendees, but but to a lot of the guests who first came to the dance parties. And over time, as 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 word about the party grew and spread, um, today we have uh, about three hundred attendees to any one of our events, and and That's it's incredible. always a sellout hit. Yeah. Well, the last the last one that you did was D- Dar. I sorry, I can't pronounce this. Dashak. Dashak, and pre and the one before that, I think you had like a Cinderella spinoff, right? That's right. Yes. What, what was it? Was that what was that one called? It was very a very creative. Name. It was Sundar. It was called Cinderella. Sun Cinderella. Oh, that <laughs> sounds very you know exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, we we moved it in time from um whenever Cinderella was set to to uh fifteen century was it 15 or 16th century india T- tell me the story this sounds really creative tell, tell me what it's about so it's about a young boy uh young orphan boy named sundar who grows up with his um evil stepmother and his stepsisters Ooh. in india um and uh he really wants to be able to go to the to this massive party that's being thrown by the prince of their village and um did you let me guess Kuna, did you play the prince no i did not play the prince no <laughs> i played the tree in the background <laughs> yeah a they, singing dancing a tree. singing dancing tree i love it i love it <laughs> yeah so yeah they fell in love and um this was after the the goddess transformed sundar into a beautiful princess um, they fell in love, but then the moral of the story at the end is that the prince still accepts Sundar for who he is because love sees, love is colorblind and love sees through all these appearances. Th- that That's incredible. But um, coming back to that show, any of your shows that you've done, so you're very much involved in the creative um, part of the shows, right? Do you choreograph 
Oh, the show. No. <laughs> no, we have got uh, somebody else in our group, uh, Zenith Perveen, who is a terrific choreographer. Um, so she choreographs a lot of her performances um, and, and organizes a lot of the dance parties like Bar Bombay. Uh, where I fit in is I, I help with the storytelling. So I write the, the scripts, scripts yeah. yes, for a lot of our shows. Um, and, and I'm involved in the dancing as well. I, I've got to say, like, the script is so hilarious. Like, the last show that you did, there was um, oh, something like the... You, sort of like it's part of the show about the Kardashians. <laughs> yes. You want to yes. share with our listeners, like, it was, it was funny what... Change oh. Kardashian to, to what? Oh, uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this was actually the same characters from Cinderella. They were the stepmother and the, se- uh, and the stepsisters who are now out of their luck. They're, they're running out of cash, and so they decide to host a queer uh, show in Sydney called Dashak. <laughs> so it's very meta. Okay. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, you can go on and on about yeah. this. Um. But what about like the costumes then? Because they're always like, you know, so like glamorous and so pretty. Like, do do you have someone making those costumes, or do most of the performers are in those costumes? So um, we have a good working relationship with a studio based in Harris Park, from where we hire out a lot of these costumes. Um, some of our uh, members actually go out to India and purchase these costumes out of their own um, out of their own pocket as well, which is quite amazing. So um, I think this becomes part of a growing collection within our group of of some amazing sequence studded glamorous costumes. Yes. Okay, that's cool because I was blown away by the creativity when I saw your show last time. And um, when when is your, do you have any upcoming shows that you're producing at the moment that, um, you know, if the listeners are interested in attending one of the best queer Bollywood parties in Sydney, when can they see your next? Well, um, as a matter of fact, yes, we do have a, Bollywood party Ooh. coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so to those of you who haven't yet attended the famous Bar Bombay, what it is, it's a queer Bollywood dance party. So if you love the idea of dancing all night till your feet grow sore because you just can't stop, then make sure you come along to Bar Bombay because when you mix queer, when you mix drag, when you mix Bollywood, the combination is unbeatable. I've got to say though, the thought of it is, like, I've got rhythm, but like the thought of it is a little bit scary because I I can't do those, you know, <laughs> all those yeah. special moves oh, that... When in doubt, just twirl. <laughs> or just uh, screw the light bulb and pet the dog. Oh, screw Oh, screw the light bulb. <laughs> I can... I, it's, I don't know if, if you're listening, you can imagine that. So you just sort of raise one of your arms and like... Is that what you do? You that's screw the exactly <laughs> it. Yes. However, you listeners are imagining Dian doing it right now. That's oh, exactly how it uh, is. <laughs> and what's the other one? Pat, pat the and dog. And pat the dog. At the same time, while hopping on one foot. Pet the dog while hopping on. I wish we could do a live (laughs) Facebook or Instagram stream right now because it would be hilarious. For another time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Bar Bombay, that's a queer Bollywood party um, that's happening on July 21st. Correct, yes. That's a Saturday. Where where is Bar Bombay? Uh, So it's going to be at the Factory Theatre in Merrickville. 
Oh, a factory theater. Yes. Awesome. And it's the first time we're, uh, we're moving to such a big venue. So it's going to be an amazing night um, because we're going to have a bigger space, brand new music, and cool bumping beats for you to dance to. Okay, fantastic. And if, they want, if the listeners are interested to get tickets to the show, where can they get tickets? Uh, so you should be able to get the tickets on www.barbombay.com. Barbombay.com. I love it. And do you have any... Um, songs from the show that you would like to share with any special songs that you like to dedicate to our listeners for this segment for this particular segment of the DTF club well there is this one song that's close to the hearts of nearly everybody within Tricone and um Part of the reason why that is is because we've played this song ad nauseum <laughs> for nearly every single one of our dance parties. Only because Zinat Parveen, who's our choreographer, this is her favorite song. So she makes sure that we have a version of this song playing in every single one of our dance parties. We pretend to hate it, but deep down, it is our favorite song too. So we're going to subject you to you, uh, subject you to it now. Oh, but what is it called? What is it called? It's called Kajurare. Oh gosh, I'm going to attempt to pronounce this. Kajrare. What, what, is, what does Kajrare mean? Kajrare means um, uh, eyes that have been um, laced with eyeshadow or eyeliner. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty much me every weekend when I've got a bit of eyeliner on. <laughs> and it's your that, theme song. <laughs> and is this, um, uh, um, is this Tamil or like, because I know there's so many different dialects within. Mm-hmm. The um, South Asian uh, Indian community. What what is that? Where does that word come from? It's uh, Hindi. So most oh, Bollywood Hindi. songs are sung in Hindi, um, or occasionally you get them in Punjabi as well. But um, Kajrare in this case is a Hindi song. Okay. Well, I can't wait to to hear it. This is Kap. You have to correct how I pronounce this. Kajrare. Well done. <laughs> and you're listening to DTF Club on Joy ninety four point nine.
Joy 94.9. Now, thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in this week. It has been a fantastic show. And shout out, thank you so much to Ellen and, Ellen and Connell from Tricorin for being part of the DTF Club. Now, if you want to find out more about Bar Bombay at Tricorin, um, just go to www.barbombay.com where you can also get tickets to the next production show called Bar Bombay, which is happening on the 21st of July at Factory Theatre Merrickville. Okay, that's all we've got for you this week, but I look forward to to next week. We've got a handful of episodes left before the end of this season. Okay, and I'm just going to give DJ Sama Rook a special shout out because we're going to play one of his mixes from a previous episode. So I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. So save it, get gone, shut up. Keep
sugar thing You have all day and night I have to satisfy so You better do it right Although my heart is falling too 
I'm in love with your body Last night you were in my room Now my bed sheets smell like you Every day discovering something brand new I'm in love with your body Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.